0: Welcome to Retail Intel. I'm Ashley Casey, Senior Director of National Accounts for Phillips Edison. Today we host Dan and Schiff, Senior Vice President of Real Estate for Dave's Hot Chicken. Dave's has humble beginnings, literally starting with $900 in a tiny parking lot stand. The four founders, also best friends, quickly gained the attention of Eater and other media outlets, creating a huge buzz around their simple menu, chicken tenders. Danan joined the team in 2021 and brought a wealth of restaurant and real estate knowledge with him, growing the concept to almost 100 units today with hundreds more in the pipeline. If you haven't heard of this LA-based restaurant yet, it's only a matter of time. Keep listening to learn more about this hot concept, the Dave story, and Danan's contribution to the group. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us where in the world you are today, Danon.
1: Uh, today, I happen to be in Manhattan. Uh, New York City. We are getting ready to open our first store here in New York. And so uh, we have come out to check it out and to see how the restaurant looks. And we're really excited about it.
0: That's exciting. When is your opening date?
1: Today is the soft opening. Uh, grand opening will be tomorrow.
0: Got it. So I wanted to talk a little bit about your history in real estate and the restaurant industry. I know you have a tenured background uh, with a lot of national names. So can you just kind of give us your story, Danon?
1: Uh, sure. I, I fell into retail real estate uh, by accident uh, in college i thought i wanted to be in construction management and on the building side of things but it didn't turn out that way i had made an application for an internship that didn't exist uh, in boulder colorado with noodles and company and uh, it turned into a lunch and they said yeah you want to you don't want to do construction you want to come work for me (laughs) and i you know young impressionable college student sounded like a, a fun idea the director of real estate at the time seemed like a cool person. I was like, sure, let's do it. And that was 2004. And that was the beginning of my love of the retail and restaurant industry and the food world.
0: I feel like a lot of us kind of fall into it. And then we meet some cool people and then we realize it's a cool industry to be in and, you know, a lot of travel, it's exciting. And we get to add to communities and you know, exactly. do, do really exciting and kind of nuanced and diverse things. So I can, yeah. totally, I have a similar story Just fell into it, but never look
1: back. Right. So yeah, so I spent six, over six years with Noodles & Company, started with them when they were 75 restaurants and left around 300. 2010, I moved over to Buffalo Wild Wings and spent six and a half years there doing Canada and then the US and took a, a turn and was, uh, had the opportunity to join the landlord side. And so did food and beverage leasing uh, with Mace Rich, uh, which is actually how I met Dave's Hot Chicken. So I was introduced to them. I had a, a spot in, uh, in L.A. that I was looking for something different. And they got introduced to, to the team at Dave's Hot Chicken, fell in love with the concept there, stayed in touch. And when the right opportunity came up, it was one that I had to, had to jump for.
0: I would say this is the right opportunity. I know that you and I (laughs) met in uh, Vegas when they did it in December of 2021. And that was like, I feel like you came in And maybe this is due to you, Dan, and your team, but you came in right when the concept was really blowing up and it's still on that trajectory. I know that some people may not even know about Dave's hot chicken yet, but it's inevitable that they'll learn. I know you guys you've been named like the fastest growing franchise or restaurant group, lots of accolades. So when you started with Dave's a little over what a year ago now, What drew you to the company? You said you fell in love with the the group. So what stood out to you?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a great story. This is three school friends, you know, their life savings of $900 uh, and, and popping up in an East Hollywood parking lot, a little bit of luck and great food. And, you know, that's the trajectory. This was 2017, June of 2017, May of 2017, that they popped up in the parking lot in East Hollywood. And when I joined the company in March of 2021, there were nine restaurants. Franchising sales were were off to the races, but we've opened, uh, we're going to be at 76 restaurants today. So we have definitely uh, grown 65 new restaurants in the last 18 months. So it's a fast-growing chain, but the menu is simple. It's, you know, we sell one product, we sell a chicken tender, we sell it seven different spices. You can have it as a tender or a slider, fries, mac and cheese, coleslaw, and drinks. So it's a, it's a super simple menu. And I think in, in the restaurant industry today, when you look at categories, you look at brands, simplicity is key. And there there's just something about the craveability of this food, the flavor profile, and chicken is a phenomenal vehicle for spice so this is, there's just something about it that the irreverence of the brand, the the, the vibrancy, and then the team, uh, you know, from the founders to, you know, our, our internal leadership operations, our CEO, it's just an infectious bunch of people and can't help but want to work with them.
0: It definitely has that Southern California cool element to the company and to each store. I know that you guys often bring in local Artwork, and you have a, a huge sort of media and branding presence. I was just looking at your Instagram, and six hundred thousand followers on Instagram alone, and that's more Danon than a lot of your competitors. So, what's the idea behind that? You with the local sort of flair to each restaurant.
1: Yeah, so we've got a, a great artist collective that we partner with to do the artwork for every restaurant, and they take you know the elements of the Dave's artwork. And they bring in the local connection. So in Boston, there's you know, some you know, Fenway green monster elements in New York, there's you know, definitely the overlapping NY within the the walls and, and the design. So each restaurant, we try to do something different. You know, you can see Dave behind me in, in this picture is, is skateboarding on the rings of Saturn. Fairfax in West LA is a kind of a hipster, you know, street culture neighborhood. You've got brands like Supreme and, and some of those, uh, the shoe companies selling that streetwear. So that skateboard culture kind of came in here. Dave in, in Denver is riding a chairlift with a snowboard. You know, so, so Dave is, is definitely the most interesting chicken in the world and does a lot of really cool things. And so you know, it's fun to see what we can do with him, but also with you where know, you know, Splatterhouse, who's our artist collective, just the, the creativity they come up with is, you know, is wild.
0: You know, I actually met Dave with you, um, <laughs> Dave the Chicken, in Las Vegas. He was really partying. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can tell he had a rough night the night before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> might have been might have been squeezed into the uh, the suitcase. That's right. Uh, so, he was you know. kind of
0: hanging out. He said, yeah. "Damon, why don't you just carry me through this one?" <laughs> so I read recently that Drake is a new investor with you guys. How did that partnership come about?
1: You know, there's a, a connection to, you know, uh, through some of our investors and some of our finance group and the, the partnership and, and the brand and, and his his brand and our brand, there was there was a kind of a kinship there. So there there is an investment by Drake uh, in the brand and, you know, he's got a, a huge following on social media, similar to us. I, you know, you mentioned it before. This is how the guys got started. They were, you know, in a parking lot marketing via Instagram with a heavy emphasis on the food imagery because it sells, you know, it's mouthwatering when you look at the photos. Uh, So the social media aspect to our brand, you know, is is really been uh, key to getting our awareness out as we enter uh, the East Coast and the Midwest markets this year and, and at the back end of last year. So we've done a, you know, a great job with the team, you know, getting our brand out through social media.
0: I think that's really smart because millennials and Gen Z care so much about social media and what the Instagram will look like, um, what the TikTok will look like, you know? (laughs) And so they're also the ones spending money in your stores. But it's funny because you you have such a cool, trendy vibe, almost an urban element to a lot of your stores. But we're working with Dave's in some suburban locations. You're very dynamic in the way that you can operate.
1: We, we are finding that we are seeing some, you know, some solid success in suburban markets, I know with Phillips Edison in, in Naperville, Illinois, you know, we're the far suburbs of Chicago, but you know, we have urban stores in Denver, obviously being in Manhattan, we're going to be in, in urban Boston here soon as well. So there's a, there's really an element that this brand, we're really excited about both suburban and the urban elements of the concept and, and how we're being received by our customers.
0: One thing that's really stood out over the past three years in the food and beverage industry is that people love fried chicken, and you guys seem to be doing it really well. Yeah. Um, So you mentioned 76 stores today, right? Today. So how many stores do you think you'll open in the next year or so?
1: You know, we've sold uh, commitments for over 700 restaurants nationally. Wow. Uh, So there's, there's some excitement about what we can do. You know, we'll probably open... You know, 60 to 80 restaurants next year. This year, we're, we're on track to, to be in that 60 to 70 range. You know, but for us, it's not necessarily about the number. It's about opening the right restaurants, making sure that we're doing right by our franchise partners and growing this sustainably.
0: I know that you have a heavy franchise emphasis. Are there any corporate stores?
1: We do operate uh, three corporate restaurants and a ghost kitchen in Los Angeles. But other than that, the the rest of the units are franchise based. It allows us to grow quickly. It allows us to get into multiple markets fast, and with partners who know the market. So every one of our franchisees lives and operates food and beverage within the market that they are partnered with Dave's on, and so that allows us to get that local knowledge and those relationships of brand and customer and franchisee operator within each individual, you know. MSA or city or or county, whatever it might be, to really help us grow the brand uh with trusted partners.
0: So now I'm thinking about Dave's LA based, kind of a Nashville chicken, and then you're opening your New York City outpost. You're coast to coast now. Are there any geographies in particular that you're especially focused on?
1: You know, we're we're really like you said, coast to coast. So we have stores in Milwaukee, Chicago. Uh, we're opening our second store in Indianapolis today. We've got 12 restaurants in Texas, so we we are really focused on all major markets. You know, every one of our 74 franchise groups, you know, is actively growing, and so we are uh, running around trying to help them uh, pick great real estate, open wonderful restaurants serve the communities that uh, we're operating in and, you know, help continue to grow the brand.
0: Tell me a little bit more about your site criteria. What does Dave's really look for in a strong piece of real estate?
1: Uh, So for us right now, you know, when we think about if we take urban and put it aside for a minute, when we think about suburban restaurants, you know, it's really about co-tenancy. We really like the daily needs. We really like you know, whether it's grocery, Walmart, Target, entertainment focus, but also the the fast casual co tenancy and the restaurant co tenancy. We want to be where people are going for their dining destination. It really comes back to real estate one hundred and one. It's all about location. We operate drive throughs. Uh, we've got 17 drive-through locations out of our 76. It's going to be a part of our growth, but we are are really just looking for the best real estate. So whether it's an an end cap, new construction, or second generation, whether it's a conversion of an existing you know closed restaurant space, we're flexible in our requirements that we have that presence, we have that access, you know, accessibility and visibility. We're we're really uh, open and flexible, which is uh, I think part of why our franchisees are are able to find some great sites uh, as quickly as they are.
0: It's interesting because you know the company got started in May of 2017, opened your first um, brick and mortar shortly after that. And then really grew throughout one of the hardest times in, you know, not only the real estate industry, the retail industry, the restaurant industry, but in the in the world, you know, so throughout, like I'm referring to 2020 and 2021, the <laughs> pandemic, right? Is there anything that you took from that, that you've now added as permanent fixtures or permanent features of your stores? You mentioned drive-thrus. What about like Omnichannel, DoorDash, that sort of thing?
1: So yeah, prior to me joining the team, really leaned into third party. It was a small portion of our business then, and you know because of the pandemic, the team pivoted incredibly quickly and drove that business. We're obviously we have a little bit of a drive towards the millennials as as the customer. They happen to be the ones that you know are more the heavier users of third party delivery, and so we're it's going to be a part of our business. We've leaned into that. We've added elements like pickup windows. So that the third party drivers, or, or if you're ordering online through daveshotchicken.com, you can come and pick it up at a window and not have to come into the restaurant. So it takes that friction out of the transaction just to walk up, grab your food and go. So where we can, we're adding the pickup windows. You know, the drive through piece is something we leaned into as part of the pandemic. And when they're available, they are options that we're looking at. But it's not, you know, we have not fully leaned into drive-throughs. We have not fully leaned into, you know, ground leases only. So we are flexible in that real estate, but kind of looking at each market. The urban stores have, you know, a a little bit higher tendency towards third party and online than some of the suburban markets and region by region. It really uh, depends on what state you're in or, or what city you're in. We see different regionalities to our consumer patterns for what channel of Dave's they're coming for whether it's third-party, online, or in-person.
0: We've briefly touched on the millennial target, right? And I realize that the customer spans further than that. You can really reach anyone with a great food offering. Are there any other particular demos, though, demographic criteria that Dave searches for? I know a lot of companies use technologies that really pinpoint the exact customer Therefore, the exact markets and like even street corners that they need to be on. So who's who's the main Dave's Hot Chicken customer?
1: The main Dave's Hot Chicken customer is, uh, you know, an 18 to 40-year-old Gen Z millennial who loves food. It's really interesting to see, like you said. Our food is understandable. A piece of chicken is understandable from a three-year-old to a, a 90-year-old. They may not want the Reaper, but you know, our seven spice levels allow for somebody to have, you know, something at no spice through hot, extra hot and Reaper. There's something for everybody. But the, the, the spice level, the Nashville style definitely leans towards that millennial Gen Z customer, social media savvy uh, with our marketing. That's how people get the word about where we're opening. But, you know, we've opened restaurants in Kentucky. We've opened restaurants in Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin. We're in Orlando and Boston and North Carolina. So it's a varied customer. we're learning a lot as we go about how guests are finding out about us where they're coming from and you know, using that information to help us figure out where the next location should go or what the, the right, right spacing is. Because third party definitely has been an impact to the real estate selection. From a traditional real estate to that third party aspect, depending on the percent of the business, that changes the trade area and it changes the thoughts on you know, how and when We should be placing restaurants in proximity to each other. And that's really been an interesting effect from the pandemic of how the customers are are moving. And so utilizing our partnerships and technology to understand the movements of our customers helps us make real estate decisions and partner with our franchisees to, to be thoughtful about where we're going
0: don't know if you've Googled Dave's Hot Chicken anytime recently, or maybe have one of those Google alerts set for the company. But if you type in Dave's Hot Chicken in your Google search engine, it's article after article about a new opening and a new market, which is really exciting. And just like you said, they're so varied. Ohio, you know, the Northeast, California, it's it's everywhere. So do you guys have brokers that you utilize in each local market? Or do you use a national broker? Or is it you, Dannon, that just finds these <laughs> sites?
1: No, well, first of all, I have I have a great team. Uh, I have two others that, that work with me that help our franchisees think through the strategy and visit sites and tour and, and have those conversations we're, we're heavily heavy on support of our franchisees at every level throughout the, the company, whether it's real estate, whether it's marketing operations, we're, we're heavy on the support aspect, but no, our franchisees come out of other multi-unit brands. So they generally have uh, relationships with brokers in each individual market and we embrace those relationships because we know local brokers uh, tend to know who's weak where an opportunity might be coming up where a lease might be expiring and that allows us to get into some sites maybe differently than if we were using i hate to to bash national brokers or master brokers i we we have not utilized that because we like the relationship aspect that our franchisees bring with their local brokers and, and their previous relationships
0: I think it can work with some concepts, but with something like a Dave's Hot Chicken that really leans into the local community, it's important to have that boots on the ground feature whenever you're you know, working your site selection. So that completely yeah. makes sense. And so you mentioned Dave's Menu is very simple. I looked at it online. We don't have one here in Atlanta, so I had to look online. We have um, tenders, sliders, And the sides that you mentioned, but then the heat scale goes anywhere from no spice to reaper sounds (laughs) a little scary. So what's your go-to?
1: You know, I am a big fan of the hot or extra hot slider. The no spice tender is a phenomenal piece of chicken. So when you start there, if you're not a heat fan, it's a great entry point into Dave's. But we're known for our, our spice level. With Reaper, you do actually have to sign a waiver.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh,
1: so it, it, it is it is hot. I don't recommend it. But there are, there are people who are Reaper fans who come and order it all the time. So you know, there, there really is something for everybody in the spice range. Uh, but like you said, it's a simple menu. It's the same chicken served, whether you want it as a tender or as a slider with, with pickles and slaw and, and Dave's sauce. So it's craveable, it's spicy, it's hot. And the idea was just to keep it simple. It really helps our team execute and be there for the guests to be able to push food out quickly and to be able to you know, do the volumes that we're, uh, we're doing.
0: I'll take that as a challenge accepted okay. for the Reaper. So next time I'm in a market with the Davis hot chicken, I am down for the Reaper. I'll sign. What's the worst thing that could happen though? You know <laughs> that there. It
1: It's, it's hot.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's
1: hot going in. And, you know, we just want to make sure that the, the customer knows that this has got Carolina Reaper in it. And it. there's a reason that's the hottest pepper. So, you know, challenge accepted uh, we'll, we'll get it we'll, we'll get you uh, a New York ICSC or San Diego or somewhere soon'll we'll, uh, we'll be sure to set that up and and video that for the rest of the uh, Phillips Edison team
0: That's my last question for you Annon where will I see you next what conference?
1: Uh, We'll be at San Diego ICSC. We'll be at New York. We are bouncing around with openings for the rest of the year. So it's really exciting. We're going to be opening in a a couple more new markets still this year. We got Charlotte coming up soon. We'll be in Boise. Phoenix is going to hit the market here in probably the next 60 days. So we're really excited about some of the new markets we're getting into and where we're going to be opening stores. Washington, DC, Northern Virginia, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Orlando, Miami, Tampa. There's Dave's is coming strong. So if we're not in your market today, there's a good chance we'll be there uh, pretty soon.
0: Love it. Well, I'm excited for your growth and I appreciate your time today, Dannon.
1: Thank you. And
0: We will chat soon. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thanks, Ashley. Thanks everybody.
0: Huge thank you to Dannon and to Dave's Hot Chicken for joining me in this discussion. We're excited for this brand to keep heating up and bringing their top-notch product to a market near you check out Dave's on Instagram and watch out for their concept throughout the country. To connect with me or the rest of the National Accounts team, send us an email to nationalaccounts at PhilipsEdison.com. If you want to hear more from growing and established retail and restaurant brands, keep tuning in to Retail Intel.